dream is real. Ladies and gentlemen, it is your lifestyle specialist, Kenny Burns, reporting live from Love Land. That's right, where all things are possible. I suggest you get you one and feel good in your spirit. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, today is a, a, a masterful uh, accumulation of matriculation in education. That's right. You like that? Hold on, let me give you that. You like that, how I put them words together? I have an educator. I actually have two educators, and then I have a weed connoisseur, and I have a, uh, I don't know what the hell Teule does, but these are masterful individuals, and they are my illustrious panel superheroes. Start putting your hands together right now for Sugar, aka Cheryl Reed. Hey, honey. I just don't even know what happened, but hey, y'all. Yeah, how, how you doing? And keep those round of applause going. They call him Teule. We call him from around the way. What's up, Teule? How you doing, my brother from another mother? Man, you good? Everything is everything. Yeah, everything is everything. I heard you mentioning something about some drawers missing in your kitchen. We're going to keep the round of applause going. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Shelly B from D.C. Shelly, how you doing? I, I'm just gonna send salutations and put myself back on mute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, good no. Afternoon. No, no, we need you today, baby. We need all of y'all because today's topic, ladies and gentlemen, is ageism. Yeah, ageism. At your age, not your shoes, size, and men, we can do the twirl. Hold on. You don't have to watch Dynasty. Come on. To that to the forefront. I don't know if I messed it up. Daddy, you forgive me because I'm your son. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, today is called ageism. And there is a defined definition for ageism. Now, I don't know. I know y'all 35-ish. I don't know how old Taylor is. He got kids 42. So, you know, we're going to have to get some DNA testing on with him because we just, he looked he looked 35, but we don't know. But Shelly and, and, and Sugar, y'all in y'all late 30s, right? Something like that around there. I'm 40. Oh, you're for, oh, I'm 45. Oh, for, okay. All right. Well, there it is. Okay. We got your second Jordan year, and I don't know who got the number 40. But ladies and gentlemen, ageism is a real thing. And for those that do not know the definition of ageism, it's technically discrimination due to age. Now, we done talked about it here on the Kenny Burns Show several times, you know, and I just want to kind of put out there the definition so that y'all can understand. We're going to go left in this conversation because that's what we do. But I want to start there, and I want to go around the panel because... I told y'all a couple weeks back, I felt there were some decisions made based on age. Now, mind you, in this particular situation, it wasn't warranted because the people that's coming to this particular event is my age, right? Or y'all age, right? And we in that realm of like, yeah, we want X, Y, and Z because, you know, that's what we want. But this, this, this younger generation sometimes has another vision for what they want to do when they get into these seats of power, when they get these opportunities to curate and create, they have ideas of what they want to do. Now, I'm going to tell them like this and I'm going to keep it one thigh wild because that's what I do, but you can't do that with legacy things, okay? Because legacy is heritage. Legacy is institutions for us. It's, it's ways of life for us. And if you're going to go generationally in your decision-making, you have to go every 20 years. Now, let me tell you why you gotta go every 20 years, you corporate thugs, all right? Because that's what you're turning into. You're turning into corporate thugs because you have this power and you wanna exert the power, but you don't wanna do what's necessary for culture all the time. And listen to me, I'm gonna take you somewhere, I'm starting to preach now. All right, that's it, huh? 
So what you gotta do is you gotta go every 20 years. And the reason you gotta go every 20 years is because the music cycles are in 10 year cycles. Let me teach you something about music, all right? Music goes from happy to sad in 10 year cycles. So there's a range of emotions, okay? The first time you hear something might be happy. It might be colorful. It might be, let's just use, let's use an era, right? Let's, let's use, what's the era, y'all? Happy music. Happy feelings <laughs> in the air. We on the So you got late 1970s, you got Happy Feelings by Frankie Beverly and Mays, right? In in the late 70s, early 80s, you got Rapper Delight. I said a hip hop, a hip to the hippity, the hip hip poppy, you don't stop the rocker to the bang bang. And boogie say up, jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie to beat. It all felt good, all right? It felt good. It felt good! Can you make me feel good? Huh? So let's fast forward 10 years. Niggas with attitude. Fuck the police coming straight from the underground. A young nigga got it back cause I'm brown. So you went from the happy, feel good, to the death despair, and it happens like that. Cause guess what? Let's ramp up into the 90s. We can go in sync. Go. Go. Huh? You had all I didn't, this I didn't recognize that version, but I got you. You feel me? So you had that, but then you you also had upbeat. You had Nelly. Do you wanna take a ride with me? I don't wanna go So, but you get what I'm saying? So it goes in these cycles. So the reason you gotta judge these things in 20 year clips is because we love our mama music as much as we love our our music. If our music is Jodeci, if our music is Mint Condition, if our, if our music is SWV, we love Frankie Beverly and Mays, Rick James, Alexander O'Neill, Sherelle, Tina Marie, like it was, you feel me? So we gotta get back to that, and that's what I think, you know, where ageism plays a part in this decision making. No, we got to keep legacy in everything we do. We have to keep heritage in everything we do. And you can't rush somebody out the door because you think it's time. You gotta do what's best for the culture. How y'all feel about that? It's almost like whenever whenever you just said you can't rush somebody out the door, we gotta act like the door is revolving instead mm. of closing. Because like you said, it's a cycle. So when you think about a cycle, you think about a circle. And when you think about a circle, it has no beginning, it has no end, it keeps going. Come but on. if you keep shutting a door, and then trying to reopen it, you're trying to reinvent the wheel, but the wheel is already in the cyclical door. You feel me? You better do what you do, what you were born to do, instead of what you've been doing. Ladies and gentlemen, I do want to say something to that, because that was that was a little ignition nineteen situation. But I'm, I agree. How do you think something? How do you think something is supposed to come back to you if you're not given that same grace? If you're not giving that same love, how do you expect it to be an infinity circle to, to Sugar's point? But Taylor, how you feel about that, Chair? You know, I think we're, we're not allowing the, you know, our elders, so to speak, or people who've already done it to kind of have a framework that we follow. Mm. So like to Sugar's point, we're trying to close the door on them and the wisdom that they can provide us as far as what Ooh. contractually, right? Mm. How do you develop an artist? How do you do this? How do you have good business? So instead of us saying, you know what, hey, I'm gonna embrace what LL did or what Jigga did, yeah. what these folks did, nah, let me embrace 
put my homie over on the side of doing who has no experience in nothing. You be the same age and you my mentor? That yeah. doesn't even make sense. So that, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. How you gonna hate on when I'm alone in my room, sometimes I stare at the wall and in the back of my mind I hear my conscience call telling me I need a girl who's as sweet as a dove for the first time in my life. I see I need love. There I was, giggling about the games that I had played with many hearts and I'm not saying no names. Uh, how you gonna hate on that? Shelly B, talk to me, babe. I know you got perspective on this because it's just wild the way they just want to just get out, nigga. Get your ass out, nigga. Get out of here. <laughs> I mean, after four days of uh, watching this young lady tweet online about mm. somebody, uh, <laughs> you know, the revolving door has closed, my darling. Let, let it go. Mm. Um, Who was tweeting? No, I, I want to know. I need to know. I got to know. Did I miss something? Zion Williams. Oh, Lord. Oh, we got to bust that gun for getting these, getting these porn stars pregnant. I don't know what in the... I I'm sorry, that's the last gunshot, cousin Tony. Yeah, that's, 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 that's the last one for yes, the day. Um, mm. You know, it, it's ageism is something that is going to be a cycle. I think we go through a 10 year cycle of ageism. I think we go through that in every election, every time a song drops. Facts. I mean, it's again, it's another conversation of something that is, you know, within our realm every single day. Yeah. And how do you have the positive spin on it? How yeah. do you say, you know, I'm from a particular generation that yes, I still, uh, I'm Gen X and so the baby boomers, I still go to them. Yeah. Listen, I've got a problem Hell with, yeah. with, yeah, with uh, uh, maneuvering this money. What, what account should this be in so that, you know, when I get to 65, that I don't have to look back and say, oh, well, now I'm gonna have to break down and downsize. You know, you see that a lot. Facts. You see that a lot in 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 the community, especially yeah. in our community. Yeah. Well, everybody's community, that downsizing. Yes. After a particular age. And so that's another cycle of it. Facts. No, that's mm -hmm. a fact. And back to you, Zion, what, do you want your dick? Do you want your dick? Do you want to be able to use your dick? I don't understand why you would be doing this. You know that, but this is the, again, where I think age needs some ism, okay? Yeah. Because there's not even a, a psychological benefit from what you are doing, young blood. There's not even, I mean, now mind you, I mean, people can be promiscuous, they can be porn stars, they can do whatever they want, but you going raw in somebody that takes dick for a living? I just don't understand. No, no, no. I just don't. I don't understand the mentality. And even when you look at the youngins, and here's some here's some age isms for you, youngins. You got to know that that's that's a no win situation. I don't even know how you gonna chance the forty something million you got with two hundred and something million waiting for you. How you gonna put your dick on the crap table? I don't know how you just throw your dick on the crap table. I'm sorry I didn't want to make it about that, but I had to say it because I just don't know how you do or who, and then God bless your parents. Your father spoke up for you. I just saw a clip where they was at a foundation thing and the father was talking about he believed, okay, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. Absolutely, everybody deserves a second chance. But now you done got another one? You got another one? I just saw this morning, another one is saying she might be pregnant. So you just throwing your dick in whatever. How's everybody ovulating at the same time? Cause what? <laughs> well, when, all, when, when everybody starts to hang together, you start to uh, cycle together. You right, yeah. literally. I got some, okay. I, yeah, I got some age-isms for these youngers, but I want to transfer into that because 
we know that the true definition of ageism is discrimination due to age, but we have a old versus young conversation that needs to happen. Um, and I say that because, and I'll start with the old heads. We have a lot of old heads out here acting like they're young. And I'm not saying you can't be young spirited, have youthful energy, you know, to Sugar's point, drink that water in between your whiskey. I mean, do the things that's gonna help you stay as, as youthful as possible in your energy, in your presentation. But pass below your ass cheek and you 50. I just, I, you know, you trying to wear, you know, the moon boots and shit and you 50 or you 45 or you 35. If, you, if you're 35, you wearing moon boots and clown shoes and shit. Like I just, so those are some of the things that kind of bother me about the old heads because it's like, look, man, there's supposed to be some separation in growth. There's supposed to be a grown, you know what I'm saying, vibe with your presentation because you worked a long time to get here. You have enough information and access at this point in your life to make decisions based on your growth and your trajectory and your journey, but you, you wanna put them, them motherfucking red boots on, huh? I will take them boots from you if I ever saw you with them in public. I will resort back to 20-year-old Kenny. All right, but how do y'all feel about that? I wanna stay on the old heads for a minute and then we're gonna go to them youngers, but them old heads be, you know, sometimes they get this warranted what some of these younger be saying because they be doing too much. You think they do too much because they feel like they are, uh, they have aged themselves out, so now they are trying to be relevant? I think some of them miss the relevancy portal. I think some of them didn't get no pussy in high school and you know what I'm saying? Didn't really have no coin. So they trying to go back and relive. Now listen, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with reliving moments. I didn't get the Trans Am or I, I didn't get the Nissan Z. You know, go back and buy that motherfucker, get you some BBS. I see, I see a lot of people doing that. <laughs> but when you go back and you participate in childlike things, or youth-driven things. Now, I'm not saying listen to music. I'm not saying wearing the shit. shit no, no. But you get what I'm saying. Do. You would not have worn those red boots. We're gonna stay on them red boots. Cause they ain't wearing the red boots like they, you know what I mean? You're a clown. But Taylor, <laughs> how you feel about that? Cause I know you be going on them a lot on this podcast. And we do want to hold them responsible because grown folk need to act grown. Yeah, man, we said this so many times, right? Maturity doesn't come with age, but the acceptance of responsibility. So if you are mm. continuously trying to relive some supposed glory days, then I, I mean, I, that's somebody who I would actually stay away from, right? You're not a big homie. Big homies don't hang with the little homies. Come on. And, they, and, they and, and if they hang with them, but if they do hang with them though, because some big homies, hang out with like on some mentorship, but you're right. They're not at yeah. the they not at the young club with them. They not chasing after the girls up on the campus with them. I saw so feel you on that. Yeah, you, you can't you I mean at some point you have to get out of survival mode, right? Mm. Into you gotta start thriving now. As you get older, mm. you know, I, I saw David Banner say something where I don't want to go anywhere where my life is going to be in danger. Hey bro. <laughs> I just don't understand how people don't see that, Shelly B. I, I, I don't understand how you continuously put yourself in situations that could, you know, could cause you your freedom, cause you your life, cause you to be judged and put into a box where you don't even need to be in that position of judgment. First of all, every time you come home and, and we are together, right. we can point the people out in the crowd. Oh, no question. 
Okay. No it's, question. It's no judgment. It's no judgment. We appreciate you all attending. Yeah, no, but I'm Some judging. I'm judging because y'all tripping. But go ahead. No, you're right. Somebody, <laughs> need, somebody need to take they been gay aspirin every night, two times on the weekends, asses home. Okay. But, but it ain't y'all even that they need. Hold on, hold on, shut it. It ain't that they can't come kick it. It's in the way that they're acting while they're kicking it. But to your point, like, because I'm 50. So if a 50-year-old want to come out where I'm at, I want the 50 to come out and have a good time because I'm going to give everybody something to enjoy. But at the same time, there's a way we show up. I can't have you with the table full of the twerkers. Now, they can be in there twerking, but I need some youngins over there with the youngins twerking. I don't need you over there. Sharing one bottle of tequila, please. <laughs> and then and, why are you old and drinking Casamigos? That's yeah. nasty business. And, and then... <laughs> When the man says, oh, you need a shot? Oh, you need a shot? Oh, no, we don't drink that. Oh, OK. Well, you stay your little self back on over there. Yeah. Thank y'all for coming out. God bless you. Good night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. That's <laughs> but, us, but, though, that, but that also is the thing. It's like, especially here, and not to talk about Go-Go, but that is because that is one of our, our, our main staples here with the party is going to be the party. Right. And our new um, listeners, Shelly B is from D.C., by the way. She's in D.C. She's talking about Washington, D.C. The District of Columbia. Yeah. Um, I can't go to a lot of the, the, the parties now because I'm tired of looking at you all. You're showing up the same. Mm. I, I mean, there's nothing different about the party. When is that going to be cycled? Yeah. Like, when do you cycle out? When do you cycle out? You still and there is a cycling out, by the way. I know some people oh, don't want to hear it. that. I absolutely did it. I got text messages yesterday. Um, you, you coming down to the library to the go-go? I'm good on that. Yeah. The cycling out is not a bad thing. The cycling out means this particular thing. It doesn't mean you stop going out or you stop having a good time. So I want to preface that. But I think it's more about how you show up, where you show up, you know? Um... I also feel like youngins, we're not talking to you at all in this. We need you to go be young. We need you to experience everything you need to experience. We talking about the old heads right now. But as we get into this young thing, I do want to talk about, uh, unless anybody has anything else to to say about the old heads, but I feel like now, youngins, y'all got to have some understanding too. Y'all have to have a level of presentation that you do not have. For every place you could put on you know, some sneakers and some moon, you need a place you can go put a suit on and a dress on and have that experience. Not even just experience of like changing clothes, but the way you feel, the way you are perceived and looked at. No one cares what people think. No one does. But these elevated experiences that you think are elevated because you bought this many bottles or you put on all this designer, that's not elevated. That's not an elevated experience. Elevated. It's an elevated ticket. Hello, what are you doing today, sugar? They charge you $50,000 million for some shit that ain't gonna be in your mind after the occasion is over. You gonna think about that money you spent. Instead of going somewhere, putting on some nice shit, having some roses as a step and repeat, having the dinner cloth on your table, having, you know what I mean? These are the things you need to experience and implement because you are one of the most creative and resourceful generations ever. So if you have an opportunity to do something out of this world, and people do do it, I'm not saying no one does it, but the majority doesn't. The majority of people got the hookahs everywhere. You know why? Because the OGs are not showing them how it's supposed to be done. They are trying to assimilate to what they're doing because mm. they, again, want to become more relevant 
again, they want to rebirth. They want to stay relevant in the moment mm. instead of passing the torch. So they're not learning anything from the OGs because the OGs over there trying to smoke hookah and coffee. Come on. So just, like, Your lung okay. already on his last leg, player. <laughs> right. right. Like I got some younger friends that I want to hang out with. Right. But the places that they go, it ain't I it. can't do it. Y'all yeah. call me when y'all at the house. I'll come over there. Y'all are more than welcome to come over here. We, I got space for y'all to we can do the thing. Yeah. But what I can't do, I can't go over there with them young people. I feel so out of place. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you something else, old heads. You can take a page out of my book if you ever wanted to go to a, a young spot just to make your presence felt, but then you gotta leave. Uh, everybody on this panel has been with me in a situation where we had been at one place doing the grown shit, and then we just went to do some young shit for two minutes just to change the energy atmosphere, to show them where they could go. And then we got the fuck up out of there. But guess what they gonna remember for the rest of their life? These motherfuckers, I don't know who they was. They smelled good as a motherfucker. They came in here, they lit the whole shit up, and left. That's what they gonna say. That's what they gonna say. And Listen, then, if you have not you know experienced what? that in your life, and it, and it didn't have to be with Kenny, anything. We walked into a spot mm -hmm. in DC. Hey, we were fresh to death. Two cars deep. Yeah. Okay. We stepped out. The yeah. photographer, who is our friend, mm -hmm. and I mean the lights and the youngest was like, "What the? What's going on? What is happening here?" Mm -hmm. Now they knew one person was going to be there that night, and so of course we all there to see that particular basketball player. We walk in and they are scrambling. Yeah. Because they That's weren't ready for the eliteness that was getting ready to yeah. walk in. Not just the fact of who the person was, but the education that Come was on. there. The businesses that yeah. walked in on. in the room. The music. Come on. It was a very respectful evening. And we literally walked in. We did a little bit of this. The DJ couldn't get it right. We was out. And yeah. then we spent the next three and a half hours sitting in a hotel lobby. Yeah talking yeah and it was the most ex i mean it was the best experience ever yeah we so didn't have fun. to hear a, a a drop of a beat nothing yeah we sometimes it's there. about a fellowship though it is so that's yeah. another thing that i think that the um younger generation is missing we're not spending time with them in fellowship mm. because mm. we are trying to be with them in certain settings but they're not gaining anything from them. so when we have those types of situations I, I mean i'm just I'm Cheryl Ray Reed, yeah. but when I walk into a room, people are like, who is that? Yeah. I'm Cheryl, what's your name, baby? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I ain't, I, I'm on a teacher's salary out here. Yeah. I'm just regular. Yeah. But when you carry that energy with you, people gravitate to you. Mm -hmm. And then if you are doing what you're supposed to be doing, you are you seek that fellowship with them and see what you can offer and what they can offer. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. it's reciprocal, all Absolutely. of you. T, you was about to say, brother? Yeah, I was going to echo those sentiments. The reason why the young people can't get it together is because our energy as individuals who should be more mature is not dominating the scene, right? Yeah. So you, can go to a, you can go to a club, like you said, but when I'm there, I'm going to dominate with maturity. Hey, I'm going to speak to everybody. I ain't bumping into you asking why you're on my shoe. Nigga, you in a club. You're supposed yeah. to have people bump into you if it's live, but we're not dominating. The young people are dominating. And that's how shots can get rang out. But when you're somewhere, you know your OG is there, they tell you like, yo, yeah. don't do that. Don't you do nothing stupid while I'm here. Yes. I got to go home. Yes. And that that energy will dominate. But if you want to, mm -hmm. you 50 and you want to act bad. Act bad, act bad, act bad. Act bad, act bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I damn near want to bust that gun for you right there, T. But let me tell y'all something. Atia Parsons. She took a picture with me. I reposted it this morning. 
Um, she was at the the wedding this weekend. Big shout out to Pinky Cole and uh, Derek Hayes. All Hayes and forever. I love the hashtag. Um, so I'm in the in the wedding and I'm standing with Dougie Fresh. Y'all know what Dougie mean to me. So I'm, I'm standing and, and mind you, like Dougie's my friend now. So you imagine like looking up to this motherfucker as a young and you know coming into his space, although he has records. You know, but that's like the greatest entertainer. That's what I'm, I patterned myself after. And so we just kicking it and we in the corner. You know how I do when I'm not working, I be in the cut. And so we kicking it and the girl comes up to me. She's like, I just want to tell you, you killed strength of a woman. And I don't know anybody that can move people the way you do and boop, 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 and just give me all types of love. So I'm one hype. You know what I'm saying? Because she's, you know, it felt so genuine and pure. But of course, my mentor is standing next to me too. So she, he's here and I was like, yeah, thank you so much. She's like, and, you know, cause I'm thinking she about to go on to Dougie. You know, every time you're standing by Dougie Fresh, you might get some love, but they gonna talk to Dougie. And so then she's like, and your podcast. I miss you on the radio every day. I would love to have you every day. I love your podcast though. So thank you for the podcast, blah, blah, blah. So I, I just want to shout her out because to T's point, to Sugar's point, when I come into a room, I've curated so many experiences for people. So I'm talking about for decades. You know what I mean? People have gotten married from these curations and these experiences. They have gotten a job. They have had new best friends. They have had the time of their life. Best sex they ever had after. That's right. That's right. Hold on. Shout out to everybody who had the best sex ever after. Um, but yeah, no, we've had moments and it resonates. It resonates when you think about it, like anytime we've ever been out, have we ever had like some, to, to Shelly's point, we, we was going out to kick it and we was ready, but it just wasn't happening, we ain't forced it. We wanted to just be together, then have some conversations, get drunk, talk shit. Or we gonna go to survive part, turn it in. But we never not happy. We, we always satisfied right. with the experience. And that's what I think people also don't honor when it comes to being mature. You gotta know your happy place. The youngest, feel free. We, we know you figuring it out. But you old heads, y'all gotta know, you know what I'm saying, how to satisfy yourself. Hello? <laughs> Every way. You gotta know how to please yourself. You gotta know what you want. You know how to, you gotta know how to, you know. And I just, I think a lot of times people don't understand those qualities about being old and how they can serve you better. Just like youngers got some great qualities. Their energy is unbelievable. Keep going, youngin. Yeah, stay up, do all that. Make sure you get to sleep and drink some water in between. But stay up, yeah, go three days somewhere, go four days, go five. Don't know where you going, figure some, do all of that. Those are qualities that we experienced. But the qualities and the value of those qualities change as you get older. And I want people to start doubling down on those qualities. This episode of The Kenny Burns Show is brought to you by McDonald's. When you were a kid, nothing was better than getting invited to a birthday party at Mickey D's. We going to McDonald's. That's right, and this June is Grimace's birthday. McDonald's is celebrating by giving Grimace his very own shake. Order Grimace's birthday meal and you get his birthday shake. That's right, the Grimace birthday meal is your choice of a Big Mac or 10-piece McNuggets and fries. Don't be late to the party. This deal is for a limited time only at participating McDonald's. TKBS Nation, with some of the best and most capable vehicles in the world, Ford knows strong means more than just physical. Ford is sharing the inspiring stories of those behind the wheel who are accomplishing their goals, pursuing their dreams, and creating the world they want to live in. 
Built Ford Proud highlights D. Bryant, a Ford driver who has shown strength in how she is breaking boundaries to create change in her field for those all around her. D. Bryant is a professional stunt driver featured in over 100 films, movies, and shows. She began riding motorcycles at the age of 11. Dee has done stunts in many commercials, but she always finds herself gravitating towards Ford vehicles as her personal ride went off screen. In fact, much of her stunt driving training took place in a Ford Mustang. Dee is one of few females and even fewer African-American female stunt drivers in the industry. She constantly battles against sexism, racism, and unfair representation as many productions try to get around hiring female drivers. As a part of her fight for equality, she co-founded the Association of Women Drivers, a stunt driving school where she helps teach other women to stunt drive. She is just one of many examples that show us that four drivers span all walks of life, each with an individual story that shows how they are built Ford Proud. Learn more about D. Bryant's story at Ford.com slash Built Ford Proud. Breaking the mold, strengthening communities, creating change. Real stories brought to you by Ford. Built Ford Proud. Whether you're searching for the latest sneaker, that iconic handbag, a timeless watch, or your next piece of classic jewelry, eBay authenticators are there verifying every detail of your purchase. That's right, we're talking each inch, stitch, tick, facet, and clasp that make the piece you're searching for worthy of your collection. eBay's authenticators are experts in their craft, true connoisseurs, and as leaders in their fields, they're making sure your items always arrive as authentic as your style. So go ahead, Get that piece you've always wanted and leave it up to the meticulous eyes of an eBay authenticator to make sure that that watch movement is original, that glimmer is real gold, that rare sneaker is legit, or that handbag is really made of genuine leather. And never get faked over again. In a world full of fakes, it's time to get real with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earn doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite soup dumpling restaurant doubled. All the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. Nope. Discover does it automatically. Seriously though, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. You just said something um, cha changing where you're going. Um, stop going to the same place Yeah, facts. for once in your life. You know it is okay to go to another club. Yeah. It is okay to go to another restaurant. Yes. We. I. 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 I love the fact, and this is not a boast or a brag. When I walk into Park, you would think I own the club. Yeah. Okay. But that is years of respect. Relationships. And that is years of relationships, and that is years of me working. Mm -hmm. And that is years of getting to that. So it's in the workplace. It's in your recreational life. Anything. Go somewhere new, go somewhere different. Gain that other experience. Watch the old heads that come in. Look at the youngins that are gonna come in. If you see your generation, be the first to say, you know what? I've been hanging out on, on, on U Street, at Black Broadway, at a jazz spot named JoJo's. This is not a plug or anything, but right. I'm just saying. Yes it is. What's up, JoJo's? <laughs> 
Go to JoJo's on U Street. This is not a plug, but I'm just saying, like, it's a hip jazz spot, but y'all are so worried about being on the other side of U Street. Balance is key. Balance. Let me say this. We have to, as the older individuals, more mature, we've got to make it look cool because it is, right? Being old is cool. Facts. Mm -hmm. Like drinking water and your piss don't smell like, you know, (laughs) ammonia is cool. Having just your girl, just that one chick that you can travel everywhere with and talk to is cool. But the problem is we're not making it look cool. And so the youngest is like, why do I want to be like this? Has been. You ever see that when they talking about an old writer? Like, has been. Because you ain't made it look cool. You still out here like, like doctors say sugar. You know, you in the busy jeans. You 50 with busy jeans on? Why you your jeans so busy? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, taper that up, dog. Like, with your beard to be great. Why you putting Beijing in it? Let it get great, pimp. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, T, T. Tell these people I don't be putting nothing in my beard. Tell these people <laughs> this is exactly what- He done no what... more, y'all. He down. You said what? Not no more. <laughs> Sugar, that's some bullshit. See, this is, take that. I, I have never, I have never, Use Beijing. It is what it is. That's my stripes. I've been yes. here. But the point I'm trying to make is, you're right, <laughs> T. You don't have to do all that. Show up who you are. I just did this. Did y'all see my Soul Food Sunday? My yeah. Soul Food Sunday said it. It ain't uncomfortable if you show up as yourself. How are you going to be bothered? How are you going to leave a meeting flustered because you wasn't your authentic self if you show up like yourself? I just don't understand how you. Because people won't do the work to be okay with who they are. That's yeah. the problem. Just be okay year. with who you are. Get all the way to the core, figure out what the little issues are, deal with them, and be okay. I totally agree, you know? And I just wanted to say this, and I, I don't care who feels a way about it. You youngins and you old heads, gotta stop hating. Hate doesn't Facts. become us, right? Stop hating on the youngins because they getting more money than us. That's what's supposed to happen. That's why we did the work. And you young and stop hating on the old heads who put in the work that didn't get what you had. Have some motherfucking grace and understanding why somebody could be frustrated. Not for you to take no shit, but understand how they could be frustrated. There's grace in that. There's honor in that. There's respect in that. There's legacy in that. There's tradition in that. We just get so caught up in the I ain't got. Y'all got to cut that shit out, man. You got to be okay for the work you did or didn't do to get you where you are. You can't be going to these youngins because they get Fuck it. Spend all your youngins. Get the money. Do what you... Because guess what? We did the same motherfucking thing. Now, I would advise you to not put your dick on the table like Zion or carry guns. You know, when you're in an opportunity zone of 200 million, 300 million, half a billion dollars in your cycle at your job, I'm just saying, do the necessary shit. Put some people in place so you ain't going to just be a crash dummy. But other than that, live your life. But figure it out, too. So the the issue I think that just came to my mind whenever you said don't hate on the young people and then the young people don't disrespect the old people. It's silly. Like I have a mentee right now. Yeah. Literally right now. She probably is making three or four times the amount of money that I make. She just won an award for the company where she works. And guess what they sent her, y'all? What? A Rolex. A Rolex. Damn. That would never happen in the field that I work in. Am I upset that they sent her a Rolex? Am I upset that she was able to, she's able to do all these things because of the the capital that she has coming in? For what? Yeah. I'm okay with who I am and I'm proud of her. Yeah. Everything that she does, she still comes to me about everything. Yeah. When she bought a house, she came to me. When she was about to buy a car, she came to me. Like she still knows that even though we're not on the same playing field in the same tax bracket, 
I still have a wealth of knowledge that she can learn from. And she's got things that I can learn from. Yeah. Because guess what? If they get an opening at that company. Hello. I'm going to figure out how to scoot up, skedaddle on over there. Yeah. And that's all it's supposed to be. Each one, teach one. Show me the game. Put me where I need to be. That's what they're supposed to be. I want a little, little story time to happen right now. Y'all ready for story time? Story time. Okay. Yeah. Story time. So y'all, y'all know I was at the world famous compound for years. You know, like back in the day in Atlanta, Georgia, for our new listeners or people that really don't know my history, I used to host this club called the World Famous Compound. Named it and everything. Some of the most legendary nights in hip hop history happened in this club. And one of the main artists that used to be in this club is Young Jizzle from the bottom of the map. I might have worked with Jeezy more than any other artist in my life from a hosting standpoint. And it went from Jeezy, you know, with the gang banging thug life crew to the businessman. We just kicking it this weekend at the wedding with his wife. And we talking about his nod cognac and Uncle Nearest and my portfolio. We just shooting the shit at some, some OGs that made it out. But I remember this one time, another one of my mentees, um, and I consider Jeezy a mentee too, um, and I've learned a lot from him, just like I've learned a lot from my mentee, Ferrari Simmons. But Ferrari's another one of my favorites. He uh, hosts the Baller Alert podcast that I started. Um, I put him and Sue Solo um, and Octavia, who actually produces this show, in that mix. And I remember one day, we was at the club and I had came in town. I think I was living in LA at the time and Ferrari pulled up on me and he had a diamond. He actually had one of these, a diamond sky, uh, sky dweller, iced out. And I was like, damn, where you get that watch from playing? Cause I'm, you know, I, I'm, I, I leave in 2013 to go launch Revolt Television in LA with Puff and I'm coming home sporadically, you know, doing events, whatever, hosting big things for AG Entertainment. So long story short, he's like, yeah, man, I'm doing this Agency 99 thing with Jeezy, man. He just pulled up on me and gave me this watch. And I'm like, what? Now, why you? This watch got to be a $125,000 watch. You know what I'm talking about? And in my mind, for two seconds, I said, all this shit, I done, I done been outside with Jeezy for uh, over a decade. I done got this nigga money. I done, you know what I mean? And for two seconds, because we human. We human. Gosh. I ain't never get no watch. I, I, for two seconds, I was like, oh, Lord. But that's who I am. I can admit when I felt it. Mm-hmm. And I told Ferrari one day, I was like, damn, nigga, I was with this nigga for 10 years. I ain't never get it. But, I, but I, I wasn't serious in the idea of me getting something like that from him, but more like, damn, I see the value in Rari. I see why. You know what I mean? You know, you want to embrace somebody young like I did everybody. You know, that's all he was doing. He just had the means to. So anyway, the moral of the story is I don't never want y'all to get confused on what's for you. I don't ever want you to get confused on why you do the things you do. Bars. I didn't even mean to rap. You like that? Yeah. But I, I, I really, I really don't. Yeah, I, but the point I'm trying to make it, you get what I'm saying? Like, I don't want people to get confused. It's genuine. To have hater emotions is a real thing. And it's not like you really hating. You know what makes it hating? When you go on and be like, well, why didn't you do this for me? That that make you a hater. A hater is it's gonna do- You say it's human nature. We all got that trait to have feelings, but don't cross the line, be no hater. 
You just have to check yourself. You that's do. the thing. If you don't have that, that internal meter to check yourself, that's what you need to be working on. Yeah. Because it's okay to have that thought like, dog, yes. I've been doing this, this, and this, and this. I ain't get a box of cornflakes. You feel you me? You got to say it out loud. You check yourself and be like, you know what? I'm happy for you, young one. Yeah. And don't Thank say you. it to the friends of the friend you're talking about either. Hello? Say it to the person involved. You understand me? Because Gigi don't even know. This is the first time Gigi gonna hear that story. But me and Rari had the story. You know what I mean? Because it didn't right. matter. It wasn't even about that. It was more like, damn. You know what I mean? Like, that's dope as fuck. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's like Akon. Y'all heard the story about Akon, right? No. All right, one more story time. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm on a plane uh, to uh, New York City. And I was on a plane. I don't know if you guys ever heard of the Heineken Red Star Soul Tour. I am part of uh, the creative team that created that with my brother True Pettigrew and the other amazing folks at Alloy Marketing. And I was hosting this tour and it was time to re-up. As I tell you guys all the time, in the marketing world, entertainment world, the cycles are kind of like in four and five year intervals with executives. Because they usually grow, create their own thing, or they move up the ladder to CEO, president, whatever. And so I'm on this plane, all of a sudden somebody pushes the back of my head, I'm like, oh. Turn around, it's Akon, you know? And he's like, what's up, boy? It's like, nah, I'm going to New York, man. You know what I'm saying? Got some business up there. He's like, I bet. Now, mind y'all, I had just heard that he got $30 million from Lady Gaga. So I'm I'm waiting for him to bring it up because I'm a player. He's going to be, nigga, you got $30 million. You know, I'm not just going to just <laughs> bum rush the nigga in first class. You know what I'm talking about? So I'm like, <laughs> I'm talking to him. He's like, yeah, man, things is good as much. He said, matter of fact, you want a breakfast sandwich? I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, you on a plane? You can't leave the plane? No, they're going to let me off. I'm going to get a breakfast sandwich. You want a breakfast sandwich? He leaves the plane, go get me a breakfast sandwich, come back. So we having this conversation. So at the end of the flight, he said, man, you know, I really, I really, I really love you, man. Thank you for what you did for me. And if y'all don't know, I signed Akon. I took Divine and Akon to Steve Rifkin and their life's changed, right? And so I'm like, thank you, man. I love you too. You know, like, appreciate you, man. Now, I want to do something for you. Now, mind y'all, I ain't never asked a man for nothing. The deal I did was with Steve Rifkin that got my paper from the Triple OG, right? He said, I want to do something for you. I said, well, what you want to do for me, nigga? You know what I'm saying? We hanging out tonight, what we doing? He said, nah, nah, what's your bank account information? I said, man, go ahead, I'm gonna text you, man. You know what I'm saying? Don't even worry about it, man. So I get off the plane. He said, man, call me and give me that information. I'm gonna check on you after your meeting. I was like, all right, cool. I'm off the plane, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, my phone rang. How the meeting go? Oh man, they ain't re-up the uh the program, man. So you know all things coming in. They usually go in the four or five year cycles. He's like, nah, come on, man, you know I got you. But can you send me your uh bank account information? I said, sure, right? So I called Jessica first. I'm like, baby, this man want my bank account information. I give him the business or the personal. <laughs> <laughs> so long story short, I said that man, my uh bank account information child, I woke up the next morning. And Jessica's left me three messages. So I get, to, I said, what's wrong, baby, you all right? She said, yeah, no, no, I just I got up and it was $98,000 in our checking account. I was like, really? I was like, damn, she's like. You know who that came from? And I was like, I think I asked you for the, the bank account information for Acon yesterday, it must have been him. She's like. Yeah, well, he sent the $98,000. I said, oh, shit. But that was the <laughs> first time in my life of doing things for people, you know what I mean? Connecting dots, just being the good human I am, that I ever like got that type of reward. You understand me? So I just want y'all to know the stories are parallel because 
the people that want to do something for you will do something for you, ladies and gentlemen. And other people do it in different ways. You can't imagine the ways people can show up in your life that's worth more than money. You cannot imagine. Listen, stay that, stay open to receive. Stay, stay down now. Y'all be looking for this payout, thinking it's gonna be money. And you can get something worth way more than money because life, this is what I'm talking about. You inspired this sugar. Next, what I say next episode gonna be called? What is life? That's the next mm. episode. I want y'all to get ready for that motherfucker. What is life? Because we define mm. life and put these monetary things as goals. You can't do nothing with money that you can't do with your life. Do not let that go over your head. You gotta define your life. Money can't define your life. It can define the things you get, the places you go, but it can't define your life. When you're on that deathbed, ain't no money in the world gonna fix that situation. Not, not one dollar. No matter how much money you got. I will go back to Steve Jobs every time. Man had all the money accessed in the world. When it's time to go, it's time to go. So you better yeah. figure out what makes you tick on this journey. Huh? But that's a whole nother episode. We're gonna hold that right there. I wanna go around the table one time before we end this episode. And I wanna talk about the value of being a youngin' and an old head or a mentor because we all need both. And I'm gonna tell you why it's important to me. It's important to me to have youngins because they keep me in the know. To all of, three of y'all's points, all conversation today, I can't be at the same place that I was 20 years ago. I can't be in four places at one time. I got to have the information. Who better than to give it? And then for me, I take on mentees on accident. And you know why I say on accident? Because I got too many. Okay, but I'm gonna be there in the capacity that I can be there for the mentor, the mentees. And that's what y'all gotta set y'all mind to do. It don't cost you nothing to give somebody five minutes. In that five minutes, you could give somebody some information to change their whole life. But come on, I wanna know how y'all feel about that. You know what, we definitely need each other, young and old. You know, if you do not take the advice from older individuals or from the OGs, then you, you actually speed up your retardation. Ooh. That's like a, a real word. You will speed up your ignorance. Mm. And mm -hmm. old people, if you do not listen to younger people, you will slow down your gratitude. Ooh. Very oh. hard to be, you know, to have gratitude. You can't have gratitude if you're not listening to a young person and, and how you've helped them and, and all this, you know, just their livelihood. Mm. You, you become like, man, you know what? I'm, I'm actually grateful I just got one woman. This, this feels amazing. Like, like you said, hey, I'm, you know what? I can't drink like I used to. It actually feels good to not have to wake up with that hangover. Like, So keep those young people in your life because they keep you energized and just have gratitude. And then for the younger people, again, listen to the old people. We bumped our heads. We, we don't want you to live in survival mode. We want you to live in exceeding abundant joy. So take these lessons. It's not us hating. It's Ooh. us telling you like, yo, listen, these chains is heavy. We want you to be free. We don't want you to have these chains. Mm. So, Come on, Shelly B. Give me something, baby. I, I don't have anything to come after that. Uh, grace and mercy. Uh, 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 grace and mercy. This, yeah. uh, I have learned grace from the older generation, and I have learned mercy from this younger generation. And yeah. I, I'm going to be the cool auntie now at 45 and, and these gray hairs and, and keep going until I can't go no more. I know that's right. Sugar. So I just had... Um, uh, a pretty serious loss last week. My god, my godson's father passed away unexpectedly. Mm. But to see the strength of this young man, he's 
17, he turned 18 today, but the strength that he has shown, the grace that he has shown throughout this whole thing has been a reflection of how he has taken from the elders that have been around him. And now he's showing them, hey, this is what I've learned from you. So we've got to learn from these young people and stop acting like we were raised on survival. Even if we were, we got to move past that mm. and show that we're raised on love. We need to give them that love that they need. We don't need to give them that like, I got a hustle mentality. Not anything wrong with somebody getting a hustle on. That's but right. The hustler's mentality gives survival and not love. Mm. And so whenever we are in that type of a situation, we really need to be giving out more love because you can swallow it. Like you can you can take it in better. It's more it's more digestible than survival. Survival is rough. Love is not. Mm. Child, you oh, get... Ooh, I be full. I don't know about y'all, but I be full. My cup be full oh, after these conversations, man. And and I just I think some of the learnings for me today is to continue to be curious too. You know, as an elder, and I'm gonna go and say OG, elder, whatever you want to call me, but. I'm, I want to stay curious. I want to stay interested in what y'all doing and how y'all doing it, to be honest. So keep keep me curious, please. I'm asking all my, my mentees, you know, be provocative. Do all the things, man, you know. Um, another thing, I was watching The Idol on HBO. Big shout out to The Weeknd. The first episode had me. Then the second episode, it got so just mysterious and freaky and just, I mean, but... Watch The Idol, y'all, on HBO, The Weeknd, Big Shout to Sal, and the whole team, XO team. But I was just, I'm watching, I'm like, damn, this is the world. Like, this is definitely my business. I mean, I, I saw it firsthand. But it, like, now it's different. Like, it's even more demonic, almost. It's like almost more, watch The Idol, it's gonna freak y'all. Like, you need balance, ladies and gentlemen. But I wanna stay more curious. And then on the, being an OG, I wanna keep delivering the messages. I wanna keep being the deliverer. I want to. And, and the way people come up to me now, y'all, it's almost like they're in line for the game. Now, especially since it's podcast. I mean, I've been on panels. I've been doing this for years. But, like, now they're coming up for the game. They want the game. Tell me. Almost matter of fact, like, right now, I'm in a situation. My, my, my old lady at the room, my dick ain't working. Can you tell me what, what type of ginseng pills? And... <laughs> I'm joking with that. But, anyway, you get what I'm saying. I love y'all. And my heart is Man, full. So I know. We just we got to end it with some sauce. Because um, you, you know what? Teule about to do. He, he keep referencing his woman. He started off with somebody in the kitchen with no panties on. <laughs> All right, great. Log me out. Log me out. On the count of three. Log me out, motherfucker. One, two, three. The dream Log is, is real. <laughs> what, what show you on, Shelly? What, what was you about to say? Just take that. I literally was like, log me out. <laughs> the, 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 the dream is real.